21 years of misery no more. It's over, folks. It's all over. We're playoff bound, baby. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Sunday, October 2nd, 2022. This is Tidey Gonzalez and Colby Padnode for the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon. The link as well as our social accounts is in the description below. All right. I know... We took yesterday off. I'm sorry that we didn't get you a show right away, but special circumstances, all right? Colby was at the ballpark. I celebrated a lot by myself and my lonesome, like a sap up here north of the border. Indeed, indeed. But, you know, I, I listened to the NHTSA. You know, I, I, I stayed at home like a good boy. Mm-hmm. So, so don't worry, folks. I, I, was, I was responsible on the show today. We'll be reliving the magical moment a man named big dumper made dreams come true and the celebration that followed will also tell you where things stand for the mariners from a seating perspective we're here folks we are here right now it is so nice to be on the show right now talking about a playoff team for the first time in 21 years, we're talking about a damn playoff team. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Colby, you were there at the ballpark on Friday. Things worked out perfectly. They worked out exactly how we wanted them to. The Orioles win against the Yankees, and it's all up to the Mariners to win this game. And of course, they couldn't have they couldn't blow out the A's, you know, eight nothing, couldn't have, you know, blown them out ten nothing, whatever. Had to be a one-one game in the bottom of the ninth. And at that moment, I'm thinking, all right, Mitch is gonna do it. Okay, Mitch doesn't do it. All right. Carlos Santana, this guy who's been to the playoffs before, he's had some big home runs in the past. He's gonna end it. Nope. Not Carlos Santana. Well, here comes Cal Raleigh. <laughs> and on off a the three, bench. Off the bench. Pinch hitting for Luis Torrens. And on a 3-2 count after sitting fastball for most of the at-bat, mm-hmm. gets a slider down and out of the zone and drives it all the way off the windows of the Hit It Here Cafe to end the drought with an exclamation point. 15 exclamation points. What was going through your head when you saw that? And when you saw the when you saw him make contact with the ball, did you know? Did everyone in that ballpark know it was gone? Like I knew when I saw it, because I I let out a scream that uh, let's just say wouldn't have made me look great <laughs> in the public eye. But I let out the biggest scream, and the tears immediately started flowing. But did you know that that ball was gone as soon as he made contact with it? I knew it had the distance, but my ankle was kind of because I was sitting. I was in row 16 by the Mariners dugout, right by the entrance of the Mariners dugout. So uh, my angle down the line, down the left field line, was immaculate. My angle down the right field line was non-existent. So I knew he hit it hard enough and far enough. I was just worried it was going to hook foul. Uh, and I think you know part of that is still a little bit of the the old Mariners mentality, like oh, of course this is going to hook foul because that's what that's what things happen. Uh, in Seattle, but then you know it, it bangs off the the hit here cafe, 
and you know you're, you're hyped when he hits it because you're like oh please 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 and then once it once you see that it's fair you just kind of um you know black out almost you erupt and and uh you finally uh, let yourself uh, believe that uh you know it's it's over it's done uh and you know it's it's just funny i'm sitting there i'm, I'm trying to watch the, the game early in the early innings but i'm also watching baltimore and new york on my phone and you know new york's got the run it the the you know tying run on second and Aaron Judge is up in the eighth and I'm just sitting there like I mean come on come on like because I, I I didn't really wanted that moment but I for the entire game I I couldn't get my shoulders to relax like I, I was just like so like bound up mm. and, and um you know and it through it all uh, through it all and and uh, you know just trying to to soak it all in and uh you know appreciate it. i was it didn't even end the way I, I thought it would like i i was highly anticipating you know seattle being up like two to one in the ninth and, and seawalls out there and, and you know the kind of the traditional way you clinch um but of course not this team no they no not this team no no, no they, they can't clinch the normal way you know they they have to walk it off um you know with with the mammoth home run uh probably the biggest home run in, in Mariners history. I mean, we talk about some of the bigger hits in this franchise's history, you know, the double. Uh, there hasn't really been a, a massive home run. I mean, Edgar Martinez grand slam in, in game three, uh, the DS, but I, I think this is probably the biggest home run in Mariners history. It's it's going to be hard to top until, you know, until somebody walks off a playoff game with a bomb, then then uh, that'll probably top it. But yeah, it was just awesome because you know, is you're sitting there watching Cal Raleigh and and he gets into two hitters counts. He's two zero and he's he's three one, and he was guessing fastball and he was trying to ambush it both times. And you're just sitting there like, <laughs> I don't think you're going to get a fastball, Cal. And then you know mm-hmm. he fouls off the three two pitch and then uh, the next one actually below the zone. He went down and he got it and he kind of golfed it out of there and it was. Uh, his pandemonium and it was celebration time and it uh it was just awesome to be there look around the ballpark see uh people's reactions and and uh just kind of celebrate with uh 45,000 people i knew that it was going to happen uh as the the game continued to progress it was just like yeah they're they're going to win this game and it was really like i felt honestly pretty calm throughout most of the game until it started to become clear like oh if it happens, it's going to happen like in the next, you know, 10 minutes, it's going to happen in the next 15 minutes. It's going to like this moment that I've been waiting pretty much my entire life for is going to happen. And then just my stomach turned into knots, um, you know, just like, <laughs> I'm like leaning over watching the TV, like bless my wife, Caroline. She was holding my hand. <laughs> through it. It was awesome. <laughs> and she said, <laughs> she said that was the hardest she's ever heard me cry <laughs> when it happened. Because <laughs> it, it happened immediately. I didn't, it didn't even take Cal to get to second before I was bawling like a little baby. Just seeing that, I mean, Colby, I don't know how you feel. This, to me, though, greatest sports memory for me. Better than the NFC Championship better than both of the NFC championships, all three of the NFC championships, better than the Super Bowl win, better than all of that. Mm-hmm. Greatest sports memory for me ever. And of course the Mariners, I think are going to create a lot of even better memories for us in the near future. But I just like, I still can't like, we knew that they were going to clinch. We've been talking about this for the last, I don't know, month because it was just, it was starting to look more clear, more clear. 
Math. Yeah, math, basically. Math was telling us it's going to happen. However, it didn't matter in that moment. There was nothing there was no edge taking on taken off because we knew it was coming. There was none of that. Just knowing that it was finally over, knowing that they did it on their own terms, and knowing that they did it in the most perfect way possible to do it in front of those fans, in front of that town, in front of a sold-out T-Mobile park that has hardly ever seen high-leverage games, one of the most beautiful parks in baseball. It's an absolute crime that this stadium hasn't seen moments like this more often. And just for that to happen, I mean, it was just... it. it it was everything and, and and me you know just kind of losing it there on the spot i mean it was a release of years and years and years of frustration and, and pain and getting so close in the last few years getting up to the last day or the last couple of days and being told no you can't have this you can't have this well i finally got it <laughs> I finally, finally got it. We all finally got it. We've all finally got to get this monkey off of our backs. And now we can just relax and watch baseball and have fun watching baseball. And there's no more talk of the drought. It's over. We don't have to talk about it. And by the way, folks, you guys want to you guys want to root for the Phillies to, to make it because the Phillies make it because they have the longest drought now. The Phillies make it. Guess who has the longest drought? Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. The Donald Angels. <laughs> the Donald Washington <laughs> Angels. <laughs> That's right. It'll be delicious. Uh, so, yeah, it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, I, I think what's interesting about, you know, this this year, uh, this, you know, drought breaking um, is that it felt like for a lot of time, for a long time and still to this day, like, Seattle Mariners fandom was stuck in 1995, even after the 2001 season, even after they made the playoffs three times after that, it just felt like everything in this organization revolved around uh, 95. Um, and, you know, it's, it's easy to see why there's been very little success in this organization. And that's kind of the first, uh, you know, major um, event in franchise history, it literally saved the franchise. So I understand why, but uh, it was time to turn the page on that and start focusing on the here, the now, um, and so what was what I thought was pretty cool is is uh, the celebration uh, or the the pregame festivities, whatever you mm. want to call them. Um, no mention of 95, no mention of 2000, 2001, nothing like that. Fans throughout the first pitch. It was fan appreciation day. They, they did their you know ultimate fans for each of the northwest states. And it was all about the fan base. And it was all about the 2022 team. There was no mention. They didn't put Edgar up on the board, right? They didn't put Dan or Jamie or or Ken. No, no highlights. None of that. It was all about the team that was on the field. It was all about the fans that were in the stadium and were watching. Uh, and I appreciate that because it, it is time to turn the, the the chapter here. That was a great moment in Mariners history. The '95 through 2001 teams, the best that we've we've ever seen in Seattle. And, and so. I think it's important to celebrate them and to, you know, recognize their importance, but it's also important to finally turn the, turn the dang page and let's focus on the future and the now instead of mm-hmm. constantly going back and be like, well, in 95, they did this. Well, you know, in 2001, they did like, it doesn't matter, right? It is time to turn the page and this team is writing the new chapter and this team is going to write the best chapter in Mariners history because mm-hmm. it, everything is lined up for them to do exactly that. So it's, it's just kind of a culmination of, of not only like rebuild over, but also 
we're nowhere near starting the next one. You know, it, it's mm. the window is we, we kick the window down and we're not letting it, you know, we're not letting it close on us again. Uh, it mm. just felt like all of that was, was happening with one swing. And, you know, it's, it's fitting that the stars of the game are, are Logan Gilbert and Cal Raleigh, two guys drafted and developed. Yep. Two guys drafted and developed by this front office, by this player development system. And they're the ones who carry you to the, uh, to the promised land. So it was, it was awesome. Colby for the last four or so years that you and I have been podcasting together, covering this rebuild, we have talked about the Knicks great era of Mariners baseball. We've talked about, you know, rounding the corner, getting finally to the home stretch. Well, folks, we're here. This is it. This is it. It's begun. The drought is over. And this Mariners team, they're kicking ass right now. It's awesome. So, hey, I want to ask you about, you know, more about your experience at the ballpark. I also want to talk more about Cal Raleigh in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to our listeners by Built Bar. And uh, you know what? It's a special episode. It's a special occasion. And while this isn't in the script... You know, Thanksgiving is happening in Canada next week, so I'm going to hit you with this. I love Thanksgiving. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. You ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Chills. Let me introduce you to your new favorite. Cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All of the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it, plus it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. So run to build.com to snag a box for you and the family. It will be the perfect treat, or you can find a really good hiding place to hoard them for yourself. So go to build.com use promo code locked on 15 and get 15% off your order use promo code locked on 15 that's l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n-1-5 for 15% off your order at built.com i love thanksgiving you're listening to locked on mariners podcast thank you so much for making us your first listen cal raleigh colby is a Mariners legend. And I am not using that in the ironic sense that I usually do when I call players Mariners legends. No, Cal Raleigh is literally a Mariners legend. He submitted himself as one with that home run on Friday night. It really doesn't matter what happens for the rest of his career. (laughs) He will always be a Mariners legend for that Mm -hmm. one moment. He immortalized himself in the lore of Mariners baseball. That guy will never have to buy another drink or meal or what have you in the city of Seattle as long as he lives. Dude is an absolute stud. And I just I can't get over how funny it is that the Mariners 21 year playoff drought was ended by a guy nicknamed Big Dumper. <laughs> it's incredible. This con do you like that people are calling Friday night's game <laughs> the big dump? <laughs> uh no, but like, I'm not going to stop anybody, but it seems oversimplistic, but okay. Like, you know, Scott Service finally acknowledged the nickname and all that stuff. So, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, it's a terrible name for this game. I'll just say <laughs> it's, it's so it's bad. It's name. so bad. It's so disrespectful to this game. It's yep. so disrespectful to the game. 
maybe we can think of something better a little later. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, not a fan of that. Not a fan. <laughs> of that. It's so bad. It's so bad. However, Cal Raleigh, you're obviously not watching the show, but if somehow you are, or somehow this clip gets sent to you, whatever. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of all of our hearts. Wow. Just amazing. All right. So your experience at the ballpark was uh, pretty awesome. Aside from, you know, the fact that you got to see this team in 21 years of misery. That is the important part. But you caught a foul ball from Louis Serenz. You know what? I should have brought that into the studio. (laughs) (laughs) You probably should have. Probably should have. Tomorrow. 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 Awesome. Are you going to get in a case and all that stuff? Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Got to do that. Got to do that. Especially for that game. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. I Look, I I saw someone tweet that they walked up to you and called you Ty (laughs) by accident, which... Yep. Yeah, uh, there. I I'm getting in mentioned on Twitter for someone asking to take a selfie with you. Uh, you're taking selfies at the ballpark. You're in these photos on the T-Mobile Park page. You're, sure. I mean, you know, Mr. Celebrity over here. You were having a hell of a night on Friday, huh? Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I think everybody's really excited about what was happening and. Uh, yeah, you know, I met uh, met a few people. Wanted to give a shout out to uh, Jeff, Morgan, and Elvis. Um, there were a couple others whose names I didn't quite catch. If that was you, let me know. Just hit us up on Twitter. I'll give you a shout out uh, on uh, or or email. I'll give you a shout out on the next show whenever we get that information. But yeah, you know, at four, five, six people, something like that, uh, mentioned that they liked the show, and only one person mentioned you. So you know, just kind of the way it works. Was that was is that the person that uh mistook yeah, yeah, you yeah. for me yeah, yeah that's pretty the sure only that time was morgan if i'm remembering correctly. that's the only morgan, time that i got mentioned Dang. yeah morgan's a big fan of you no i think somebody else said i, I like the show you tie and you do so yeah okay you know, there we go it it'd probably be different you know if they were running into you they wouldn't mention me but you know kind of star so uh, that's true. uh that's true. but no it was it was a fun experience you know it, it uh you know kind of cut some of the the tension that was in the ballpark a little bit um just because you know I, I, again i think we were all there to to watch the Mariners, you know, in this drought, but also, you know, trying to, trying to reconcile that, like, it's just one game. They don't clinch today. They'll clinch tomorrow, but everything Mm -hmm. lined up Baltimore lost, you know, it's a close game. Logan Gilbert shoved and it just, you know, it was building and building and, and good thing they did win because Baltimore lost the next day. And, and so they would have clinched off the field. So yeah, it was just, it was just fun to, you know, kind of have those little random things break up, uh, you know, it was a pretty tense situation. Um, found out later that I was, I think I was one section over from, uh, from Jordan and, uh, and Chris Crawford. Uh, they were, Mm. uh, seated somewhere near me. I found out after the fact, so it would have been cool to get a picture there, but you know, you you do what you do. And, and, uh, it was, it was fun, you know, got my first ever foul ball and it was at that game. So, uh yeah i can't i can't complain friday night something, was awesome. something i can't say i've ever uh received either I, i've caught a ball in bp uh from a royals hitter at rogers center that's it <laughs> and gave the ball to a kid so uh yeah. yeah there were kids around me and i was like you broke your rule colby you broke your rule <laughs> i did uh for a couple of reasons one i took my i took my mom to the game she's a huge mariners fan uh so we went to the game together uh, and she had never caught a ball before, so I offered it to her. Um, and then, you know, it, it's like, 
Yeah, she wanted to keep it. Okay, cool. And, and so we kept it. And then I was thinking, like, good thing I didn't give that ball away because, you know, false a little little bit of history uh, now because it's it's from the game, you know, the the big dump or whatever we're going to call it. Yuck. <laughs> um, God. And- Can we please come up with a new – here, actually, real quick. Sorry to interrupt. But everyone that's watching right now, if you are watching right now, stop what you're doing. Go into the comments section right now on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube. And let's come up with a different name here. Let's brainstorm here. Let's come up with a new name for this game, and then we'll pick whichever one is our favorite, and we'll roll with it. Unless all of your submissions suck. <laughs> uh, I, I like the Rainmaker uh, game mm, myself. I like it. Uh, but, uh, by the way, uh, <laughs> get back to this in a second. Uh, Robbie Ray just gave up a solo home run, and then Abraham Toro had a second horrendous throw of the day. Mm. So, things are going great for the Mariners right now on the field, but um, yeah, who cares? So, uh, yeah, no. And, and the nice thing about the foul ball is it was it was hit by one of the guys that I you know have absolutely stand uh, this year, Luis Turin. So, uh, yeah, it was it was fun. Uh, like the so crazy thing too, by the way. So I don't know if you remember, but when you DM me that you just caught a foul ball from Luis Torrens, I was like, I thought that was you. There was a guy that caught another foul ball from Luis Torrens that looked exactly like you. But then I was like, wait, you're sitting like behind home plate. That guy was like in left field. And I'm like, how? What? (laughs) Who is this Colby clone that just caught this ball? How is that possible? I got completely, completely fooled. But yeah, your doppelganger was at the game, by the way, just so you know. Uh, By the way, I just saw Luis Torrens. He's catching today. Uh, He's wearing a uh, ham swaggerty. Nice. Band under his catcher's mask. So yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it was, it was like I said, it was a ton of fun. You know, ran into some people, caught a foul ball. Uh, obviously, in in the the party afterwards, um, nightclub feel, and then you know fireworks to to top it all off, and and uh, it was just cool to be a part of that. So yeah, the yeah uh, the celebration afterward. <laughs> Ray gives up a two-run home run to Pache. Oh, you go ahead and shut him down for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see you in Toronto or wherever, uh, Robbie, and we'll be talking about uh, potential matchups here in uh, just uh, a moment. But I want to talk about the celebration after. Uh, I wanted to soak it all in. I watched every single minute of the uh, post-game show um, because I mean I just. I've never gotten to see the Mariners pop champagne, celebrate. I've just, I've never experienced that truly. Um, so I soaked it all in and, and the interviews were incredible. Uh, Gino was absolutely drunk out of his mind. It was awesome. His interview was electric. Uh, they were all just absolutely destroyed, especially once they got back on the field. Scott, I don't think I've ever heard Scott Service's voice go that high in his uh, speech on the field. That was uh, it was so perfect. It was so funny. But I want to give a special shout out to Matthew Boyd. I don't know if you got a chance to watch his interview uh, yeah, with Angie time. Mintink. Yeah. Um, because, you know, that's he's the one that can relate to us the most. You know, he he was he was a fan like us. He was a kid. You know, just watching this team, watching each other the last time they were in. He He knows. He knows how, you know, the pain that we've all kind of collectively gone through over the last two decades. And um, uh, it was it was chilling, honestly, uh, to kind of see that reaction from him uh, specifically on, on the field and then in that interview. Uh, and just, you know, you, you could see him uh, kind of in the background during uh, Scott's speech that he had 
uh, in the clubhouse as well afterward and just uh, just that emotion um, really uh, just I, I'm kind of you know I wasn't like obviously you guys know I, I wasn't a huge fan of what the Mariners did on the uh, the deadline after they you know they got Luis Castillo but I'm so glad that Matthew Boyd is a Seattle Mariner I'm so glad that he's he got to be a part of this I'm so glad that Jerry Kelnick got to be a part of this uh, there was just so many players uh, that I was thinking about in that moment that I'm just like I'm so glad that they got to be here and got to be a part of this thing and got to do it you know so and got to be a, a part of that club that that did it that that finally ended it um and that's just kind of when the emotions you know because there was like three different times that the emotions just overwhelmed me uh the other time was seeing jerry <laughs> seeing seeing jerry see, seeing that whole team seeing scott hunter seeing scott uh, service you know seeing all those guys uh, come together and seeing the general manager Justin Hollander new general manager also, Justin yes. Hollander yeah we'll we'll have to talk about that there's a lot going on with the Mariners right now we'll have to talk about that tomorrow uh, but Justin Hollander finally officially uh, the general manager of the Seattle Mariners now with uh, Jerry of course getting the promotion to president of baseball operations last year uh, with his extension so yeah we'd speculated uh, that this was or had already happened yeah so, yeah not that surprising but yeah yeah, indeed. But um, just seeing all of those guys, seeing that the plan works, seeing that, you know, they were right. And it, it was just it was hard not to feel vindicated. I got to I got to be real. You know, I don't want I don't want to we like, were right. Uh, we yeah, were right. I, I don't I don't want to pat myself on the back here, pat ourselves on the back here. But I'm going to we pat right. myself. I'm going to pat myself on the all back a little bit. can suck it. Because yeah. we were right, you were wrong. Shout, shout out to Losers. all the people that called us Depoto bootlickers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like we were just being objective and could see that hey, maybe this guy and his team, you know, kind of knows what they're doing and is kind of building something special here. Nah, we're just bootlickers. We're just you know stands. We're blind. Shout we're, out. Yep. Shout out to John Heyman for running and hiding like a little baby, still not acknowledging the Mariners. Still hasn't mentioned the Mariners. Nope. Not yet. Shout out to, you know, the the certain other people that we've talked about on other shows Mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, called us losers and crazy and Mm. and said we were complacent and and Mm. losing when Jerry was building this thing and that Jerry should be fired and Scott and, you know, Scott is worthless and there's nothing ever going to happen good for this organization. And by the way, I suspect in the next few days we'll see them move the goalpost yet again. Uh, Y'all were wrong. Oh, we're already seeing it, by the way. Well, they're only going to get in as the sixth team. Well, they're the fifth team right now, which brings right. us to our last segment here. Or not even a segment, no, really. No, okay. No. All right. I, all right, I had right, some right, other right. things I wanted I had to mention. A, I had a great segue, Colby. All right. All well, right, now okay. you don't. Because <laughs> I think there's two people that we got to give some attention to here. Uh, how mm. about the, the calls from Dave Sims uh, and, yes. and Rick Riz? Both of them exceptional. Uh and uh, one of the coolest moments, uh, I think, after the uh, after uh, during the 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 post game and the celebration, all that stuff. Uh, well, first of all, there I would say that by the time the fireworks started, which was about an hour and change after the last pitch, uh, there were still probably thirty five thousand people there, like insane number of people stuck around for the entire thing. Um, and in the in the aftermath, you know, obviously there's. I saw maybe three people leave my section after the initial uh, the initial celebration at home plate and all that stuff. So um, most people stayed for the entire thing. Uh, but one of the coolest moments was there was uh, they were showing you know various people in the crowd and and like 
you know, on, on the Jumbotron and all that stuff. Uh, and, and they flashed up, uh, they flashed up the broadcast booth and they put Rick Riz up there and it was, it was fun because Riz didn't realize it, but everybody in, in our section and, you know, it looked like throughout most of the ballpark was, was waving at Rick Riz, uh, you know, trying to get his attention. And when he finally realized what was happening, you know, he stood up, he, he acknowledged and, and, uh, you know, about 40,000 people gave him a standing ovation. Uh, it was really cool to see because, you know, Riz is as big a part of the, the Mariners history as, as anybody. Um, and he deserves that recognition. And it was, it was hard not to look up at Riz and, and see the the plaque that's up there, the Dave Niehaus, uh, and, and think about Dave. Uh, and that's, you know, <laughs> emotions start going again. Uh, when you mm. think about Riz and you think about Dave and, and, you know, what they mean to the Mariners and what they mean to, uh, you know, just the history of, of baseball in the Pacific Northwest. And, and, you know, it's a shame that, that Dave wasn't around to, to see this team. Uh, he yeah. would have, he would have loved these guys. Oh, so much. God, he would have loved them. It was just amazing to see, you know, Mariners fans want to, uh, acknowledge Rick Riz as uh, a fan who, who went on the journey with them. And so it was really cool to see, uh, the reaction, uh, when he was put up on the, on the video screen and, and everybody trying to wave and, and get his attention and, in the standing ovation that followed. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. I, you know, I, I thought about Dave too, and that was kind of, you know, part of the reason I, I was, I was balling, you know, as well as like, like you said, he would have loved this team. Uh, he would have loved calling for Julio and everyone. I mean, you, you just, you think about this team, the, the makeup of this team uh, and, you know, just the, the people that make this team what it is. And, and Dave, I mean, it would have been beautiful. Um, but, you know, we know that he's watching. We know that he's, he's calling uh, games from the, the golden broadcast booth in the sky. So uh, that was a, uh, you know, it was a beautiful moment, though, to see to see Rick uh, call that. I love that they put the uh, the, the broadcast cam in, uh, in the booth mm-hmm. there uh, for him as well, on top of Dave uh, Sims. And... Uh, yeah, that's when the the emotions kind of flooded over me the, for a fourth time with seeing Rick <laughs> call that, you know. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I mean, you know, you think about him. I mean, he's been here for most of the most of the existence of the Seattle Mariners. You know, he mm-hmm. he, he went away to Detroit for a little bit there, and then and then came back, and you know, he's been on this journey along yeah. with all of us, and yeah. has called a lot of bad baseball teams and baseball games, and. You know, for it's a it's a vindication for him too. You know, it's it's a vindication for all of us. But I think you know, especially for Rick Riz, who's put the work in, who's followed this team forever and a day, and uh, told the story of, of this team over so many decades now uh, in the most beautiful fashion. It's just it's a perfect moment for him to to be able to call that. Yeah, and see that I happen. think it's time we we start a Riz for Hall of Fame uh, hashtag or something. Uh, yeah. Guys, guys, an absolute legend in the sport, and and for all the complaining, you guys, some of you guys, love to do about Dave Sims. He again absolutely crushes it in the big moments. You know, I some people don't like his style. Some people, like prominent people, don't really like his style. But man, I tell you what, there's he's he's the Kirk Gibson of of the big moment because he just goes up to the plate and he snap, knocks it out of the park every time. Um, little bummed that Goldsmith, you know, was on the call. Just had to take his national gig, I guess, but. Um, you know, it's something he has to live with now for the rest of his life. In fact, I'm so upset. I'm moving Aaron Goldsmith down our board. Whoa. From, yeah, no. he's now number two. He's now number two. 
So, yes, Goldsmith no longer the number one interview request. Now it's Julio, and then Goldsmith, <laughs> and then Riz is right there. So I don't know. Goldie might fall out of the top five. I just mm. love to see how that works. But, um, no, it was it was just – it was awesome that, you know, again, and, and shout out to the Mariners. They They – I don't know if it was intentional or not, or if they just happened to, you know, because it was fan appreciation day, they just happened to do what they were going to do anyways. But just the, it felt intentional that they were very much going to keep this about the 2022 team and the fans. There was not going to be any mention of of past teams. Um, And there wasn't until, you know, Scott pointed up at the, at the banners in the rafter. So uh, it, it was, it was very cool uh, and well, well executed um party i guess we'll say by by the mariners pr and and mariners Mm -hmm. uh you know their game day presentation continues to be second to none and hey we're getting a new banner finally (laughs) we're finally gonna get one up for a while oh they're they're gonna do it for for the one that for the one that ended the drought you gotta put one up there you have to put one up there they didn't do it in 2000 i don't think yeah it doesn't matter you you gotta do it for this one this one's a lot more special for 2000 I guess, but maybe you could do it more in the sense of just commemorating and ending the drought rather than getting a wild card berth. Does that make sense? Like doing it from that I guess, perspective. Like they've only put them up for division titles and ALCS appearances. Well, so far, so. I, I'm, I'm, well, after the game, right after the game, when John Stanton came onto the field, you could see Scott Service motioning to the banners and yeah, John Stanton and John Stanton nodding his head. So I think that's what the plan is that they they are going to get a banner or as Scott per the saying, request. We're going to put another one up there before the season's over. That, just you wait. That's true. That's true. It might be that really, too. It we'll might be see. that too. You know, feel a lot better about this uh, that banner thing if Robbie Ray hadn't imploded today. But hey, you know what? The vibes are still immaculate. Things you know going great in Seattle. Uh, you know, Ty's got a really good shot to watch the Blue Jays and the Mariners in Toronto because he's selfish. I mean, I guess if I get to watch the clincher, I guess it's only fair Ty gets to watch the first playoff game. It's uh, true. It's true. It's true. Years, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. Do I have tickets to the wild card one game if that happens to be in Seattle? Yes. <laughs> Is that clouding my judgment? Maybe. But it's. Yeah, it, it's not looking great for you right now. No, um, especially with the way Robbie pitched today, and Tampa keeps losing, so it it feels like it's going to be Seattle and Toronto. So Tampa uh, has lost again. The Mariners are at least going to be uh, what a game and a half over the Rays. I think they're. The uh, I think they're a full game. Full game right now. Yeah. So. Well, a game and a half since they've already lost. So if they win, they'll be two up, and and that would pretty much do it. Right. Um, yeah. So, and honest, honestly, you know, I, I know we get we got to run here, uh, but I'm okay not facing Cleveland because Cleveland's been really, really good basically I, since the Mariners left town. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I'll say this during the week. I'm not scared of the Blue Jays. No, I'm. I'm not. I'm well, not. Ty, that's the difference between you and me because I'm not afraid of anybody. I'm not scared. I'm We're not scared to compete. Sweeping the Astros straight out of the DS. It doesn't matter. Three game sweep. <laughs> We're going to call up Kyle Lewis just so he can hit against Verlander. Three-run bomb. We're taking I, that thing I all tweeted, the way. I tweeted on Friday night or Saturday morning, really, in my drunken stupor, <laughs> that uh, I uh, I want Toronto. And a lot of people responded. Well, not a lot, but like a couple of people responded. No, you don't. You're scared to compete, folks. You are scared to compete. I want the, I want the Blue Jays. I want the Godslayer route. Honestly, 
I want to see if this team can do it. When when the 2013 Seahawks were doing their thing, did you want the 49ers or were you worried about the No, you wanted the 49ers. <laughs> I want the Blue Jays. I want the Astros. I want the Yankees. Let's do this. And you yeah, know what? I want this. the Dodgers. And also, I need redemption because the last time I went to the Rogers Center to watch the Mariners That's play, true. it did not go particularly well we for me. Photographic evidence. We have the photographic that, evidence. So. so that 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 face that's in my <laughs> uh, header on Twitter, uh, the Mariners got to do it for that guy this time go. around. So yeah, so it is looking like the Mariners are going to be coming here to my neck of the woods in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Um, the uh, COVID restrictions were, of course, lifted on Friday as well. Uh, so that means Robbie Ray can pitch in Toronto. That will be his next start, assuming that things stay pretty much in place here with the standings. Um, the Basically, if the Mariners lose today, they'll, they'll have to be two games better than the Blue Jays the rest of the way. They would more or less have to win out uh, win all four games against the Tigers while the Blue Jays go one and two against the Orioles. That's unlikely right now, uh, let's just say. So all signs are pointing to them coming here. Um, of course, you know, they could lose a couple games uh, to Detroit while Tampa wins. I think Tampa is playing Boston, if I'm not mistaken. I think they play uh, the Yankees. Oh, Tampa. They, Sorry, Tampa. Yes. Boston. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, Boston, Boston really helped us out against the Orioles. Not at all against the Blue Jays, though. <laughs> Not whatsoever. They they packed up shop after they beat the Orioles for us. Yeah, We're which done. I which hey, thank you, Boston. That was uh, that was nice though. It's the first useful thing you've done since 1776. Isn't it? Isn't it funny how last year? Uh, we were rooting for the Orioles to like beat the Blue Jays and yeah. beat the Red Sox. We were rooting against the Red Sox. Now a year later, we're rooting for the Red Sox. <laughs> we're now we're rooting for the Orioles again uh, against the uh, against the Blue Jays. And hey, you know that is going to be down in Baltimore. It's not going to be at the Rogers Center. So yeah, yeah, it's going to be down in Baltimore. So we'll see, we'll see. But my expectations are pretty low. I think the Mariners are going to end up coming here. Um, and if you're planning on making the trip north of the border. Um, one again, you know, vaccine restrictions have been lifted, and that's made travel into the country a lot easier because now there aren't copious amounts of lines at the uh, um, at the border now uh, at customs and everything like that. Because we were having like six hour waits at Toronto Pearson Airport, that's probably not going to be happening anymore from this point forward. So travel to Canada is a lot easier. So if you're looking to make the trip up, I am kind of interested in doing a potential meetup slash rally type of thing so let us know in the comments below if you would actually make the trip to toronto and uh and yes i know we got to wrap because we ty, were going but it's a special occasion ty is petrified that i'm just going to be more famous than him so he's trying to get people to come to toronto basically basically i'm begging yeah. you to to <laughs> <laughs> begging you to pay attention the love of god i need yeah. one person to come up to me in toronto and say hey you're ty from locked on <laughs> I, I just I need to I I can't deal with Colby getting all the attention. All right, I can't deal with that. I can't live with that. Attention. Six people out of about eighty thousand recognize me. Yeah, attention. So yeah, uh, but I am looking to do something like that um, if we can. Uh, that would be cool. If not, even if there's only a couple of you, we could do like a small thing or, or what have you. Just let us uh, let me know uh, down in the comments below. And if we do get enough interest, I kind of do need to start looking into maybe securing like a 
restaurant or bar or something for an hour or what have go you. Go to Lasagna's place. Oh, yeah, Frankie Lasagna's. We could all go to Frankie Lasagna's. Let's do it. Let's go to Frankie Lasagna's. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's right there down by the ballpark, too, I think. I think it's like literally like five minutes away from the ballpark. There you go. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I have I have ha- actually had a couple of people reach out and be like, hey, I'm making the trip. So that's cool. Uh, hopefully we can get... Nice. A lot of people up here. Uh, it'd be nice because like that atmosphere is going to be nuts in that ballpark. It is going to be incredibly hostile. You guys have seen the uh, Jose Bautista home run. You've seen what that ballpark can be like during a uh, a playoff series. So it's going to be scary, especially for a lot of these young guys playing in their first postseason series. But chaos ball. That's all I got to say. Chaos ball. So you know it always rains supreme. So. We'll see how it goes, but uh, you know, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves yet. There, uh, there's still uh, you know four days or four games left for the Mariners after today's game, and we'll see what happens today. They're down three nothing, but who knows? Chaos four. ball rain. Oh, it's four nothing now. Uh, probably take Robbie out of the game. Yeah, probably, probably. probably uh, not, to, to cut yeah. that cord. Yeah, not not great, but hey, Robbie Ray revenge game. Hopefully. Hopefully coming up. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I don't feel great about it. I'm gonna be real with you, but uh, let's you know. Right. By the way, uh, worth noting, and this is the last thing we're gonna say, and then you got to sign off because we're yes, in trouble. We we really do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Logan Gilbert is scheduled. Uh, they've already said Castillo will not make another start in the regular season. Yep. Logan Gilbert will only make his start on Wednesday if the team is playing for wildcard one. Yeah. They are not. They will go to somebody else. It sounds like it probably be Justice Sheffield, which, okay, sure. Why not? Darren McCacken, um, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so Flexen yeah. is already slated to pitch in the Detroit series. He will start one of the games. Uh, so if Gilbert does make that start on Wednesday, then your rotation is definitely going to be Castillo, Ray, and, and Kirby. Um, I think it'll be anyways for that particular series, but we'll see. Uh, you never know. I, I think Gilbert's performance – uh, on on Friday night, at least put him back in the conversation. All right, I'm not going to say anything else because I'll get off on another tangent here. So let's wrap the show. We still got Monday, we got Tuesday, we got Wednesday, and we even have Thursday uh, to talk more about what's going on, what's to come, all this stuff. We're gonna going to be getting ready. On, Ty? Uh, the Mariners are currently losing to the Oakland Athletics by a score of four nothing. So hmm. I thought there yeah. was something about playoffs or drought or something i guess yeah. you know, well no we'll be talking about how it's o- how it's over how this game signifies that it's over for the mariners tomorrow um you know i'll be doing i'll be doing the flip-flop thing where i'm like i think they're two and done and then oh i think they're making the world series eh, i think they're two and done oh they're making the world series no no none of that we're gonna get you ready for the postseason it's gonna be a hell of a week on this show folks i'm so 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 excited uh so yeah that's gonna do it for our show thank you so much for joining us here on the locked on mariners podcast for colby patnode i'm tidying Gonzalez. be sure to what the hell are you doing be sure to give us a follow on twitter at lo underscore mariners you can follow me at dane gonzalez it's d-a-n-e-g-n-z-l-z and colby at cpat11 that's c-p-a-t-1-1 you can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode and thank you again for making us your first listen now make your second listen the locked on mlb podcast mlb expert paul francis sullivan brings humor passion and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league follow the number one daily league-wide podcast locked on mlb on the odyssey app youtube and wherever you get your podcasts just like us and with that have yourself a beautiful baseball day we'll see you tomorrow folks peace